Okay. So we're going to continue. It's a little bit of a hemshik from last week. So last week we started talking about the, the sugya of, of Shovavim, trying to get to the amkas of Shovavim, even though Rabbi Nachman, he's not specifically referring to Shovavim in these Torahs, but we're trying to get to the pinimis of Shovavim. Shovavim is where there were certainly totos from, from Adam Rishon that came out, that spread out into the world, scattered all over the place, and it's our job to then go and, and collect it. That's why Klaus was in Mitzrayim, trying to collect a lot of the nitotas that fell into Mitzrayim specifically. So last week we were we learned the Torah. That Menachem started off. We'll just say it over quickly. Menachem said that the reason why a person who wants to get close to Kadosh Baruch Hu is not close. You have people who who want to get close to Kadosh Baruch Hu. says these kinds of statements very often. Why is he not close? Because he has no yishuvadas. Yishuvadas is a settling of the mind. That's a very important, you know, in the mind, how important that is to be able to connect to something, to focus on something, to have hiskashris. Right? The means you so to have hiskashris, you need to have Yishuvadas. Um, and then Rabbi Nachman says that if you have Yishuvadas, settled mind, then in that place, you can start asking questions like, what's the tachlis of this world? I mean, that kind of question, A, doesn't usually come to a person unless he's settled. When he's running around all day, or he's worrying about this, or he's worrying about that, or he's, you know, at the baseball game. He's not thinking, like, what's the tachlis of my life? It's just not happening. And furthermore, that even if somehow that thought, let's say he's at the baseball game, and some guy next to him drinking beer, you know? He's like, hey, buddy, like, what's the purpose of life? There's no way that he's going to be able to come to a deep answer, because he's not in a settled mind. So even if the question would come, would, would come up, there's no way that he would be able to answer properly. Yeah, last week, Chazara, that you need Yishev Adas, right? To get close to Kodesh Baruch, you need Yishev Adas, if you remember. Yishev Adas is going to get us to a place where you can ask deep questions like, what's the tachlis of my life? What's the tachlis of all the taivas? Right? right? That's where Shovim was coming in. What's the tachlis of these taivas that we're involved with? And Rabbi Nachman said that to get to Yishev Adas... We need a major nakuda, which is called simcha. That was a little bit of a chiddush last week, because to get to Yishev Adas, you need to be able to control your mind. To be able to control your mind, you need simcha. So once you have simcha, then you can control your mind, and then you can tell yourself to go to Yishev Adas. That's what we discussed last week. Ayn Shon. So I was thinking, what exactly, when we say Yishev Adas, what does that mean exactly? To translate... Not even literally, and not even close. The way they translate Yishuv Das is a settled mind. So Yishuv is yeah, to settle. Das, I guess, means your knowledge. Why is it not Yishuv Chachma, Yishuv Abina? But what, is, what does it mean, Yishuv Das? So either maybe it means, Yishuv Das means no thinking. You're in a place of no thinking. Last week we were discussing about how the person scattered, just like the Nitotos. Shovim, the Tzotzos of Adam Rishon, were scattered. The mind is all scattered. We're trying to connect it, focus it. So maybe Yishevadas means no thinking. Go to a place of ayin, nothingness. And in that place, you're settled. If there's nothing, then you're not all over the place. You're just in a place of nothingness. Total blank. Clear the mind. Clear the head. Or does Yishevadas mean focusing on one nakuda? Settling, instead of it being all over the place, settling it down, returning it, yishuv, tshuva, shuv, 
returning it to one nakuda. Or, third option, it's both. It's an oscillation from no thinking to focused thinking and back to no thinking. When you're in the place of no thinking, there's nothing going on, but you can't live in that state. You need to think. But when we start getting, when we start thinking, we want to stay in one thought. Sometimes it's not so easy. We're back in the world, we're thinking about something, and then every other issue that we have in our life starts to come. So what do you do? Go back to nothingness. Empty it out. Let's start fresh again. Let's go back to the one thought. And then it starts to get crazy again. Go back to nothing. So I think that Yeshua Das, at least in one understanding, <clears throat> is this back and forth between ayin, nothingness, and then yesh, there's something, one thing that you want to work on, whatever you want to think about. So with that thought, I'm thinking that there's the Torah of Chavdal and Rabbi Nachman, which it's a longer Torah, we're only going to see one piece tonight. I think it's, in a certain way, it's a parallel to last week <clears throat> in the fact that there's the goal is Yishev Adas, and, which is a higher level of thinking, and Simcha is a tremendous Nakuda within that process. And it's even deeper in Chavdal. That's what I'm thinking. We're going to try to work through this. It's, I don't think it's simple. And it's I don't, a very hard Torah. So this is the first time I looked at it. I'm looking at the first, only Aleph. So we're going to go, have to go through a little step-by-step step slowly, and we'll see if we can be Zohar to understand, A, what he's saying, and B, B, is if we can connect it, which I think it's actually paralleled in a little bit deeper than last week. Okay, so with that, let's start. So Menachem says in Torah of Dalit, you have the page in front of you, this is a little bit of a difference. It's, it looks like a similar saver, but it's actually, look, it's red, it's not blue. Is a little bit of a newer edition. Someone else put it out. Different tzaddik. So we're going to use this one tonight. So on Os Aleph, we're going to skip the Hakdama. Da. Says we're Da. Sheyesh Or. There's a light. There's a revelation of a Kaddish Baruch Hu. Shulamala minafshin v'ruchim v'neshmasin. There's a light that's higher than your nefesh, your ruch, and neshama. We know that our, our neshama is made up of five parts. Nefesh, neshama, nefesh, ruch, neshama, chai, yechida. The nefesh is basically, in a basic way, nefesh is often related to the actions of man, right? So thinking about action-oriented things in this world. Ruach is usually the emotions of the person. And the neshama is often the high level of think, the thinking of the person. Okay? That's the basic makeup of nefesh, ruach, neshama. There's different layers within a person. And he says, yesh or makif shu nefesh. There's an or makif, there's a surrounding light Higher than the nefesh, the ruach, and the neshama shaladim. Higher than all of those things. Because I could think about actions, I could think about emotions, and I could think about thoughts. But there's something even higher than that. V'hu or ensof. This is the light of the ensof of a Kaddish Baruch Hu, the light that doesn't end. Or hanikra ensof, she'ein lanu bo shem hasaga. It's a light that I, I have no hasaga, I can't grasp it. My thinking can only go to such a, le- such a high place, thinking about thoughts, but I can't think about HaKadosh Baruch Hu, in the Ein Sof, where there's nothingness, there's no end, because there's no, there's no mind in that place. In the Ein Sof, there's no thinking. It's only when HaKadosh Baruch Hu was mitzamzem, he constricted himself, Kiviyachal, the whole sugya of Tzimtzum, only after he condensed himself, Kiviyachal, were we able to start thinking, only in the world of Atzilus. But in above that, in the Ein Sof, where there's no end, it's infinity, infinity, 
you can't think infinity because we're our mind is bound. Because this orient was higher than all of the worlds, Atzilus and Bria and Yetzira, Yetzira and Asiya, the four worlds. The nefesh, the nefesh, ruach, and the shama comes from these worlds. And the Orient is higher than all this. So there's a part that's even higher. There's no beginning, there's no end to that. It's in, infinity. It's before anything in the finite world. Something unbelievable. So you have this like that's totally ungraspable. It's, it's not bigger. It's just unfathomable. Something that our mind can't even try to get to. Yet, even though your seichel cannot reach it, our mind runs after it. Something that's unfathomable, impossible to grasp, yet a Kaddish Baruch Hu made man in a way that we still run after Run after that which is not shaykh to run after. Our mind tries to reach this madrega. Something incredible. And through the redifa, through the running. Through our redifa, our running after this unfathomable type of thinking or being, we actually can reach something called. Mate velomate, which call which means magia velomagia. You touch it, but you don't touch it. Yes, no, sort of there. Dainu masik velomasik. You are able to grasp the ungraspable in a way of you. It's like on the tip of your tongue. Like you kind of get it, you don't get it. It's you touch. It's touch and go. Touch and go. The ormak of this light that surrounds us. It's not shy to go inside the system, right? That's called orpanimi. That's Inside of me, there are things that are higher than my understanding. Yet, there, by the very fact that a person is running after it to try to understand it, once in a while it can like dip into your mind very quickly and right out. You can't grasp it like I, I get it, but you can, you know, like, there's no word for this. Whatever that word is, you can sort of taste it, feel it for like a moment here or there. That's what Rabbi Nachman says. The ungraspable Kaddish Baruch allows it to be graspable. And the reason is, is really because we have within us, like I mentioned before, the nefesh, ruach, neshama is the basic layers of the soul that we use, that we, can, that we have an ability to grasp and to use. But then we have two higher levels called chai yechida, two parts of the soul that are part of us, but they're not part of us. They're also makif. Okay, it's, you can't go into the whole situation. But we do have a vessel called chai and yechida, a part of the soul which can receive this or makif, but only momentarily, because even the chai yichida is not inside of our system, it surrounds us. So you kind of get it, you don't get it, but enough that it's kedai. Okay? So you can't grasp it mamish, it's higher than our kochos, it's higher than our vessels of the, of the nefesh ruch neshama, but, again, we can, for a second, we can touch it. 
Nikros Einsof. Anything that's higher than the Neshama is called Einsof. And that which we can be masig, it's to know a little bit of his greatness, to, to touch it, to taste it. And to understand why it is that we don't even understand it. We can, for a moment, we, it, you, can, you could be taken by the unfathomable. I can, I can understand that it's unfathomable. That already is dipping into that which is not knowable. The, 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 the ability almost to know that it's not knowable. Which is another way of saying the tachlis of, of Yediyah, as the Baal Shem says, and Rebbe the tachlis of Yediyah, the tachlis of knowledge is Hashem lo that I don't know. That's, that's a sugin in of itself. It's tied into this. The, the greatest knowledge of a person, the highest knowledge is to know you don't really know. You have to know so much to know you don't know. Now, we're not talking about a guy who pushes a, you know, a three-year-old and says, I don't know, I don't know. You know, Shane O'Day Lishol. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about a person who mamish knows so much, but he's at the top of the mountain and he says, so, so, it's higher than me. It's too much. I don't know. But even the fact that you got there, to say you don't know is already in my drag. Okay, this is not going to be the, the point of this. This is a very high Torah, and this is, Rabbi Nachman does speak like this in certain places, and, we, and it, it takes a lot of his boneness. But this is the Hagdama. Oh, the purpose of the idea is to, is to know you don't know. Getting it, not getting it, touching it, not touching it, hovering over. She has Sagadolvin Floyd. The very fact that you know you don't know is a hasaga gedol and a flaw. An awesome level to get to. Lahasig lo lahasig achas vezepo kedusha badim. That's going to be that's going to create a lot of kedusha in a person. Not knowing actually creates kedusha in a person. Let's turn the page here. That's the hagdama that there's such a madrega that's so high that we can't get it, but we have to try. So Renachan says something unbelievable. He says, he says, and you should know. You cannot reach even the Madrega that you could reach, which is the Mati Vilomati. I get it, I don't get it, where it like dips in a little bit. You can't even get to that. Unless you do mitzvahs b'simcha. Here's Rabbi Nachman again. Like we asked last week, if you remember, he's talking about an Indian of the mind and now he's using Simcha to get us there. Which we were bothered last week is very similar. How do you use an emotional state called Simcha to reach a level of intellect? They're two different worlds. One's the world of the Neshama, one's the world of the Ruach. So if you don't remember what we said last week, it's going to be connected to this week. So he explains just Sameach Ma'od. What does it mean to do a Mitzvah B'Simcha? So they're going to explain one way, but I think there's a... Hey, I'll ask you a question. Rabbi Nachman says, the way to get to this madriga called mati velomati, getting it but not getting a very high level, is only through asiyas hamitzvah besimcha, doing mitzvah besimcha. Very posh. What does that mean? What do you think that would mean? To do mitzvah besimcha. You should for the... I said it's complete fulfillment of doing mitzvah. Okay, you're going, you're going high. That's the most posh way you would say it. Let's see the mitzvah simcha. Do the mitzvah b'slavas with chiyas. Be happy. Go to davening. Don't be a, a pout face. <coughs> Good davening and be a gishmak. 
That's, I think, the most basic, right? And if that means listening to some uh, exciting music before you, you know, shake a little Vanessa, okay, do that. Now, the deeper way is what they say here. It's higher madrega. That we're besimcha b'shas the mitzvah of the zechus shehu nivcher aideha kadosh baruch hu liyos yehudi. That we're chosen to be a Jew. It's such a simcha that I could do this mitzvah. Only a Jew could do this mitzvah. We said last week, what's the most basic simcha, that, what's the base, most basic nekudah tov of a Jew? Shalos anegoy. Not a goy. So again, you see a parallel here. That the simcha of the Yosiyos HaMitzvah says that the way they're bringing here in the, in the Sefer is that a person feels privileged. He's happy that he was chosen to be a Jew and to do this mitzvah. That I'm zolche, that I could do such an act in this world that can make the God, the Ribbon Shalom, happy. Bring him some nachas. What is a chus? What is a chus? I, I think that's, that's, a, that's a higher level. That's, that's more, it's, it's more pure, but it's a definitely a higher level how to get there. Yes? To do a mitzvah with an external simcha, you come with a hislavus. You're, it's a good day today, I'm happy, I'm excited, let's, let's you know, let's, let's go to work, let's daven. One madrega of doing a mitzvah simcha. The higher level of simcha is that the simcha is the mitzvah itself. Right? Mitzvah, gurar's mitzvah. One of the other mitzvah, Gorer's mitzvah, is that the, or, or I'm sorry, schar mitzvah mitzvah. That, that, my mechazal. Schar mitzvah mitzvah. That the schar of the mitzvah is a mitzvah. Meaning what? That if when you, if you could get a geschmack out of the mitzvah itself, wow, I'm so to do such a mitzvah. Then the schar of the mitzvah is the mitzvah. The reward of the mitzvah is that mitzvah you're doing right now. Like, you know, Lahavdil, you know, a kid is chosen to be like the, you know, the ball boy or something like a baseball game. Like he's so excited to be that guy who sits on, you know, first baseline, you know. So you're so excited to just push it. You're so excited to be doing the mitzvah. That's a mitzvah. It's an interesting question. Why, why aren't we more excited to do mitzvahs? Right? If you don't have the first layer of simcha, you, that's pretty much it for us. Why, why don't we feel simcha? It's something to think about. Because I'll talk about simcha, shal mitzvah. Because there's three options. Either you think the mitzvah is a zchus, you think the mitzvah is a chova, an obligation, or you think the mitzvah is a masoi, a burden. Right? There might be some other options, but those are three basic options. Do you think that it's a zchus to do the mitzvah? Do you think it's just an obligation that I just do? Or that it's a burden? So usually people, it's usually two or three. It's an obligation, we do it. To get to the madriga, to feel it's a zchus, is not a pashat madriga. We have to try. Person has to ask himself, why aren't why am I not more happy to daven? Why am I not more happy to learn? It's an important we have to ask ourselves questions. It's the only way we learn. I'll go upon him. So the way to get to Mati Vilamati, to get to this very high level of intellect, to, to have what I think is a very high level of Yeshivadas, meaning where a person has this oscillating, he's going to the place of nothingness, higher than who he is. To then come, he can't stay there, right? It's mati v'lomati. To then come back into the world, to be able to think in a very clear, straight way. Because when you go to the place of nothingness, yes, it's echad. It's one nothingness. There's not scatterbrain going on over there. There's nothing. There's no work. There's no, there's no, no gashmias. There's nothing. 
So then when you come back into the world, which you have to, because you can only stay in that state for moments, the first thing that hits is not going to be hopefully a thousand things. It's going to be a calm state where I was just in where I was nowhere. And now I'm somewhere in a, in a, in a, in a, in a focused place. And that's the place of Yeshua Das. How do you get to that place? Through Simcha. Simcha Shomitzvah. Skip to the next bold. Ki Aidei Simcha Shomitzvah Nishlam Agadusha. So Reinachman explains. How is it that Simcha is going to get us to this place? Because through Simcha Shomitzvah Nishlam Hakadusha. So we discussed last week in Chaim, you were just mentioning it now, that Simcha is an union of Shlainas. Right? The, there's two levels of Simcha. There's a Simcha of the mind and there's a Simcha of the heart. The Simcha of the mind means that a person, why is a person happy? He's satisfied with where he's holding right now. Whatever it is, Gashemis, Ruchnius, any part in his life, he's satisfied. He's happy with his lot, which is an Indian of Shalemis. I'm happy with what I have right now. It's a Dover Shalem right now. This thing in my life, it could be this minute, it could be this page, it could be whatever it is. I'm satisfied with it. Therefore, it became a Dover Shalem. I'm happy. I'm happy. That doesn't mean I'm going crazy. That's more of the heart level of simcha. The mindful level of simcha is I'm, I'm extremely satisfied and happy where I am right now. So that's the molchen type of simcha. simcha sa So the simcha sa mitzvah, the kedusha is fulfilled and made whole. Kiaidea simcha explains why. What's that? Because through Simcha, we're going to see in a few minutes, through Simcha, we're able to raise up the Shechina Haktosha, like jumping right into it. Through Simcha, we can raise up the Shechina with the Nitzotos of Kedusha that went to Galas. So, we explained a little bit last week, and this is very tiny to show of him, that when there was the Shvir Sakelim, when there was the breaking of the, shattering of the vessels, Kedusha, Nitzoto, sparks of Kedusha spread out to the whole world. And we nowadays deal right now with the Gashmias of this world. There, everything we deal with is made up of Kedusha and Klippas. There's a shell, a Klippa, and then inside that shell, there's Kedusha, there's Elokos, there's Godliness. Our goal is to engage in the Gashmias and remove the klipa and enter into the kedusha, releasing the spark. If the klipa, the shell, is holding onto the kedusha and you do not release it, that, that nitzotz of kedusha, that spark of kedusha, is in gullus, is in exile. It's not redeemed, it's shackled down. It's in jail. If we're able to release that nitzotz, you've now created a ghoul, a redemption. Okay. <clears throat> the Shechina Hakdosha, that which the name we use all the time, the Shechina Hakdosha, is a totality of all the sparks that are in Gullus that we're trying to redeem. So when a person redeems sparks, the Shechina goes up. When a person unfortunately does not redeem sparks and he gets lost in the Gashmis and the Kalipas and the Toma, the Shechina is in Gullus. So when we have a simcha shel mitzvah and we're doing the mitzvah lishma, we're doing the mitzvah because we're so zocha that we're able to do a mitzvah or 
in a more basic way, which is a lower level, but it's still good. We're poshit, we're happy, and we do the mitzvah, mitoch, that's hislavis, that's simcha. Either way, that releases the sparks, because we're entering into this davar gashmi. All mitzvahs come out, all mitzvahs are, are involved with gashmias, right, in some way or another. And then we release the sparks, and then shrina goes up. So that's what he's saying. Kiyag simchas mitzvah nishlam hakedusha through the simchas mitzvah the kedusha is fulfilled. It's become whole. Kiyag dei simcha olah shchina and mitzvahs hakedusha megalus through simcha the shchina goes up with her sparks, leaving galus. Umalachis hakedusha shabeklipas and then you raise up the chias and the kedusha that was in the klipas. This is the mitzvahs. You're raising it out of the, you're, right? There's a shell covering over Kedusha, covering over Chias, Elokus, and we're removing that, allowing it to go up. Kikol Chias Aklipus, Himenitzotis Akedusha. The life, the, the very, the ability for there to even be a Klipa. There could be no Klipa unless there was a Davashib Akedusha inside of it. A Klipa, a shell, is only called a shell as long as it's covering something. The second you peel away, or Let's say you found a, there was a, there was a, you, you, on the table that looked like an orange, right? There was a, there was a shell of an orange. You pick it up, there's nothing inside, nothing there. <clears throat> Someone pulled out the fruit and they just left this thing there. In a certain way, you wouldn't even call that a peel. In a certain way, of course, it has the same peel in our, <clears throat> in our vernacular, but it's not covering anything anymore. It lost its, its life. Appeal is only appeal if there's something on the inside, right? So every time there's a klipa, there has to be a davar shabakadush inside of it. So therefore, the, therefore, the klipa, the bad covering that's distancing us from the elokus, is actually only alive because there is elokus in it, which is a crazy thing. The chiyus of the klipas is, is from the nitzot, so the sparks of kedusha that have fallen into that place. When you raise up that chiyus, that energy of kedusha of elokus, back to its place, return it back to kadosh baruch You've made this thing. You've revealed and released its kedusha. Because once there's a nitzot inside and the klipa covers it over, it's an etadas tovara. It's a combination of tov and ra. But when I engage in that dover, that thing, and I enter inappropriately with the proper mindfulness, the proper lishma, the proper wording, if it's a bracha on food, whatever it may be, and that releases the nitzvot of kedusha, I just released all the kedusha. We, it received its tachlis, its purpose. And a klipa without inner chiyas, without the nitzvot inside, just fall away. It goes bye-bye. This is connected to the 11 spices that are in the Ketoros. The holy spices that we it's a, brought on the Mizbech Ketoros in the Kodesh of the Beis HaMikdash. Shahideh Ketoros Ketoros through the incense. Ubizman, he says. Ubizman is the Amir's Parshas Ketoros. Nowadays we don't have the Ketoros. So saying the Pitama Ketoros that's why some people have it on cloth. It's the beginning of it, people. When a person says that, they're raising up the sparks of Kedusha that have fallen in the Klippus. The Ketoros, 
There's 11 spices. A Davish of Kedusha is 10. We know. A minion is 10. Everything by Kedusha is 10. 10 is a, is a perfect structure. 10 spheres. Right? 1 to 10. 10 is, is the end of the, of the structure. But the Keturus, which is a funny thing, which is a, a huge Davish of Kedusha itself, it has 11. 11 always relates to the other side. The Sitra Achra. Sam Keo. He has 11. Because in this 10 spices, there's an 11th called Chelbana. Chelbana has a Reich Ra, bad smell. Right? So the whole avod of the Ketoros is that you have 10 plus 1 bad, and you're actually bringing that on the Mizbech, HaKetoros. Either you're being Mavatil, that 11th Chelbana, because there's so much good. Right? Or there's a certain realization that if not for the 11th spice, the chelbana, this would not be Ketoros. HaKadosh Baruch created Ketoros, there's 10, and then there's a chelbana. Das is Ketoros. Part of the Metzius HaChayim is that there's Ra. There's Klippus. That's When we come to that realization, <coughs> that's in a certain way being mocked at the Ketoros. Because how often do people, are their brains scattered because they can't believe this went wrong, that went wrong, this went wrong. So they, get on, they go all over the place. But that's because you're thinking of a world that has to be perfect, only 10. Because says, no, the Ketoros has 11. Chelbana, the Reh the bad smell, it's in there also. It's part of the system. Don't let it throw you off. Yeah? So, when we see a Klippa, yes, Classically, a klipa is on the outside and the pre is on the inside. But you have a ketoros where there's 10 good spices and one bad spice. The way, unfortunately, people see the world, if they're not mindful and they don't have Yeshiva Das, you have 10 good spices and one bad spice, like, ew, that smells bad. Right? The one, which is just a one, actually becomes a klipa that surrounds the 10. See, when we're talking about classic klipas and itzotas, it's you think, classic, you think, one-to-one. Okay, makes sense. One big klipa, he covers over the, <coughs> the nitzots. But we know that a nitzots of Kedusha is much bigger than a klipa. It's really ten-to-one every single time. Every single time, it's ten-to-one. But yet, we see the one bigger than the ten. The one is what we see. Like, just a basic example that we have to move on is that a person can be down in something in his life and it's bothering him. Something happened during his day and it bothers him. And you have to ask the guy, but I could tell you right now 10 things in your life that are good that will negate that one. What are you so bothered by? But that's the way we are. That the one bad somehow covers over all the 10 good. So the Katoris is the Indian say not that way. No, you have to look at it properly. It's ten good, one bad. It's totally bottled to the good. And it's brought in the Mizbech HaKetoros. <coughs> so he says, Rabbeinu Mechadish, they bring down, Rabbeinu, Rabbeinu Nachman's Mechadish, Sha'osu Bechina Hugamkein Be'asiyas Kol Mitzah B'Simcha. That being Makter Ketoros is the same Indian as doing a Mitzah B'Simcha. Because both ways you're raising up the Nitzotas that are hidden inside the Klippas. He says, explains, because Klipos, the shell, is extra 
Hasharayos v'apsulos. You don't want that. It's extra. It's possible. Psalos. Vehem bechinas atzvus. When you're saying it's extra, it's called atzvus. <clears throat> Depression. When a person has too much stuff, often becomes depressed by it. Or when a person thinks that there's like one more thing that he doesn't have, it's like that, that other thing, which is really extra, atzvus. Klipus are extraneous. Depression comes with extraneous thoughts. This is, I need extra, or I have too much. Both those types, which are two opposites in a certain way. But Bechinis, it brings a pasuk, Bechol Etzev Yemoser. That in every type of work, there's going to be something extra. There's always something extra. Haklipos, Shena Mosaros, Dinehanezirakos, Heim Bechinis Etzev. The klipos, which are the extras, are thrown away. They're called Etzev. You see that something that's extra, Mosar, is a Bechin of Etzev. Atzvus. Of depression. Vehemi says, and not only that, Haim talk for the Dino, that this Indian of the extras, the klipas, the depressions, the sadness, is really the whole reason why there was a Mabel, it's the Tokif Adin, it's the strength of the Din that was brought into the world in Parshas Noach. But Bechinus HaKasur Betokif Adin Mabel, the reason that the Din of the Mabel came into the world, Shanasai De Atzus, came because of Atzus. Which means nowadays as well, a person who has atzvus, there's going to come a flood in his mind. Because since atzvus is extra, you didn't need it. It's not true with Shekhar. It's going to bring with it a whole world of extraneous thoughts that are going to make you crazy. And he brings a raya. Pasuk says, the last psukim in, in Noah, in, sorry, in Bracious, the last psukim say, Parshas Bracious, Vayarashem ki rabba, rabba ra'asa adam ba'aretz, Hashem saw there was bad in the world. His last post, he just created the world. And Hashem sees there's bad in the world. He only sees thoughts that are bad. And Hashem regretted, it's not the time to discuss this at length. Hashem regretted making man. Translated as, and he became depressed. Of course, the Kosh didn't become depressed, but that's how he's expressing what happened. Came depressed. And he says, I'm going to destroy man. So you see that the Atzvus is the reason why Hashem brought the Mab. That's the talk of Adin. Okay? So this is the last, it's tied into last week. And it's hard to hold the cup a little bit. Last week, controlling the mind versus not controlling the mind. Besimcha, you're able to control the mind. That feeling of shleimus, raising the nitzotos, raising the shechina. You have a grasp. <clears throat> atzvus, we said last week, you can't control the mind. Because atzvus is extra, there's extraneous thoughts, it's all over the place, uncontrollable. You try to grab one, there's another one that pops up because you're living in that world of atzvus. Because the klipas are surrounding you. There's klipas going everywhere. You're not able to connect to the nitzotos. You're not able to settle yourself. Now he says, now he says, Renachman. So they, all of that I understand as being the simch of the mind. But then there's a second level of simcha, which is in the heart, which is what most people understand. You placed simcha in my heart, <clears throat> in emotion. And the goals of the shechina, goals number two, there was a goals before in the mind. When a person is not properly releasing the nitzotos, yes, that's a gullus. 
of the Nitzot. It's a Golos of the Shechina. But now we're, we're, we're stopping with the, with the Mochen talk. We're going into Hargosha talk and, and feelings. Now there's a Golos of Shechina, which is the Sphere of Malchus, the lowest of the spheres. Shubachin is Leiv. Shusim Chosan Shal Yisrael. That the Shechina Akdosha is connected to the, the Leiv of a Jew. The Shechina Akdosha is connected to the Leiv of the Jew where the Simcha of Klai Yisrael is. The Gemara says, he doesn't quote this Gemara, but the Gemara says in Shabbos, Ein ha-shechina shora, the Shechina does not dwell within a person. Lo mitoch if there's atzis in a person, the Shechina can't be there. Lo mitoch if a person's lazy, Shechina can't be there. Lo mitoch schok, lo mitoch kalos rosh. Any state of emotion that is not proper, the Shechina can't be there. Elo, where is the Shechina Kedosh? Is there under the Gemara? Elo mitoch, Dover Simcha Shal Mitzvah. When you have a Dover Simcha Shal Mitzvah, when your heart is happy about the Mitzvah you're doing, that's where the Shechina can, can dwell. The leave of a Jew, Besimcha, is where the Shechina dwells. Bilvavi Mishkan Evne. Kishorosh Simcha, the root of Simcha, next page, Shal Yisrael Nimshach Meishchina. The root of Simcha of a Jew stems from the Shechina. And therefore, Iker Galusa, therefore the exile, the main exile of the, of the Shechina, Kisha Atzvus, is when you're depressed. Shema Klipus, when you're living within the Klipus, when things aren't going my way, I don't feel good, I'm not happy. When Govermala, the Yonkimimena, when the Klipus are coming on a person and they're, they're, they're drawing from your life, they're sucking the life out of you, even though there's so much more good in your life. You're looking at the negative, you're feeling down, the klipas are getting you, you're only seeing extraneous things. Come to a place of atzvus, depression, that's a gullus for the shechina, your heart is closed off. When a person's heart becomes depressed, because he's involved in klipas, then a Kaddish Baruch Hu his heart becomes depressed. The only reason why a Kaddish Baruch Hu's heart, at the end of the Parshish Barashas, which ended up destroying mankind, was because mankind, they had the Yisats of Elibam. Because they were involved in Rak Rak Kalayon. Shaklipas Shein Bechinas Atzas, Shizgabra Lashchina, the Klipas which are Bechin of Atzas, they overpower the Shechina, Shein Bechinas Leib, which is the heart. Vezehu Kishetze Yisrael Bagolus, when Kalisa leaves Golus, we said this possible last week. Ksiv, Kibis Simcha Seite. You go out of Golus, Seite, you go out of Golus, you go into Gula with Simcha. Because at that point, all the klipas are gone. Klipas means gullus. When we're leaving that place, when we're leaving the place of Atzvus, we're coming to Simcha, Simcha Zagul. You could be in jail and be redeemed. If a person could be in jail, but Simcha, then he's not, he's not, he's not in gullus. He's actually in gullus. We're not talking about physical here, of course. We're talking about the panemis of the person. And when a person's besimcha, the shechina goes out of gullus. Because the Shechina rests in the heart of a Jew, and then, the, and then we go out of Gaulus. And because of this, the Ketores raises up the Klippus, raises really the Chiyas of the Klippus out. Again, what's the energy of the Klippus? The Nitot inside. As the Nitot is the Kedusha Shechina Sheyesh Bahen, Ksiv Bahem, it says, Ketores Yismachlev. The Ketores gladdens the heart of the person. Because the Ketores is the ability to mimavatil that Chelbana. To mevato that bad smelling spice, to realize the reality is that there's sometimes in life things aren't exactly the way you see. 
So the, that any of the katoris is yismach leif. Person's besimcha. Because when a person thinks that everything has to go perfect, and then one thing went wrong, his whole, dark, whole, world, his whole world becomes black. But the, the avod of the katoris is not that way. Really, the kedusha, really by the kedusha, <clears throat> is ten to one. Ten good to one bad. We need to be able to see it properly. Yeah, I'm going to go over time. Did you do that, Marv? You did. So you have to catch the end. Apologize. So Kitor, the vote of Ketoros is Yismach Lev. Kiyadeh Ketoros to the Ketoros Mizbareres Vaola HaKedusha Meklipas. It clarifies Mizbarer and erases the Kedusha from the Klipas. That's what Ketoros does. So Ketoros, of course, is the actual Ketoros in the base of Megdush. Ketoros could be saying Pita Mekdush, but the real Ketoros is when a person, his mind, yes, is not getting caught in the Klipa. He's not getting caught in the 1 to 10. He's seeing the 10 to 1. He's living in that way. When a person is revealing the Kedusha, the Nitzvah of the sparks of holiness in this situation, and he's besimcha, even when things could be bad, and he's released that simcha, <coughs> the Klipas now have nothing to, to sustain itself from. Klipas only sustain itself from depression and sadness and black and bad stuff. They're bloodsuckers. But the second you say, I'm not allowing that to bother me, I'm going right for the simcha, the klipas fall away. They have nothing to hold on to anymore. The depression, which is the klipa, falls away, nullified. And then the shechina becomes besimcha, your heart becomes simcha, everybody's good. You go to Google. So Nimsa, Rabbi Nachman says, he finishes off, when you do a mitzvah besimcha, why dafka the mitzvah besimcha? As I male hashchina she mitzvah, because when you do a, a mitzvah besimcha, the shchina is going to go up, because every mitzvah is an inyan of the shchina. The shchina is the totality of the nitzotos kedusha in this world. Where do we find the nitzotos? Very often the mitzvahs. Ki kedusha hashchina meluveshes basis a mitzvah. The kedusha, the holiness of the shchina, is enclosed in a physical mitzvah. It, right, because even a mitzvah could be a klipa, a good klipa. <coughs> but we're, but if a person does a mitzvah and he has no realization that he's doing this is a mitzvah for Kodesh Baruch Hu, it's not going to do anything. He has to realize I'm doing this mitzvah on a very basic level. I'm doing it because the Kodesh Baruch Hu told me to. Then now you've entered into the kedusha sashchina within the mitzvah, and not only that, she gam sim chazalev. The shchina is also the sim chazalev, like we were just explaining. Ki hishorish sim because the Shekhinah is the source of Simcha of Kali Yisrael. So when you do a mitzvah, besimcha, it's Shekhinah times two. That's the, that's the highest, that's, right? That's the, um, that's the best way to reveal, to raise up the Shekhinah Kedosh. Bring, bring her to Gulu. Bibana Klipas, you raise her out of the Klipas. Out of the shells that are trying to hold her down. And not, let her, not letting her Kedusha be revealed. Because we said, the Simcha Shal Mitzvah has the Koach of the Ketoros. Right? Ketoros is in the base of Megdush. Ketoros is saying Pitama Ketoros, or Ketoros is the Simcha Shal Mitzvah. That's what we're talking about. And it's the mindfulness of the Simcha Shal Mitzvah. Which nullifies the depression of the Klippus that surrounds a person where he feels like he's covered. This is the spheres of Malchus Asiya. Right? The world of Asiya and the Malchus, the lowest sphere of that, of that, of that world. Which is the one step removed. Right? If we're talking about Malchus, Malchus is the lowest sphere. Okay? Underneath Malchus is, 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 a, is a wasteland called Klippa land. 
Right? Malchus is already Kedusha. Malchus and Yisod and then Hod and then Netzach and, and all the way up. But right underneath Malchus is Klippus. The Shekhinah, unfortunately, when we're in Gullus, dwells in that place. Mati Velomatis. She's dwelling in between Tomo and Klippus because she's covered by everything. Everything we eat. Everything, all the myths that we do, if we don't see it properly, the Shekhinah is in the dumps. And our, our goal is to see through the Davagashmi, through the mitzvahs, to see the Kedusha, the Nitzotzah, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and in that way you raise the Shechina up to the Sphere of Malchus. That's what's going on. So you finish off, HaMalchus Yasphira HaNemucha B'Yoser, it's the lowest Sphira, B'Yesha Klippas Yenika B'Mena, and the Klippas draw down from Malchus, because <clears throat> that's where you have that, the combination of the Klippa and the, and the Davashah B'Kedusha. So the, the klipa, the outside, down here, which it's grabbing onto this nitzitz. And if you don't do it right, it's being yonic. It's, just, it's, just, it's getting its sustenance and it's pulling you down. The goal is, of course, to see through it. Besimcha, simcha shalmitzah, raise it up, release it. And in that way, if you have the simcha shalmitzah, it releases the klipa, it releases the, the depression. And then it gets raised up to higher spheres. So, pretty, pretty deep here. But what we see here is that for a person to be able to raise up nitzotzos, show them. So the nitzotzos are everywhere. So if you want to raise up the nitzotzos, you need to get to yishevadas, because yishevadas is the greatest way that you can take the nitzotzos of all over the place and focus them. The only way you can get to your place of yishevadas is if you have the simcha, two levels of simcha. There's the lower level, which is the Simcha Shal Mitzvah, which is the emotional feeling. And there's the Madrig of the Simcha of the Shlemus, of not allowing the 10 to 1, the right, the 10 good to the one bed, to allow that one to cover over. So have the proper perspective. That's the Shlemus. To be in this Matziv, and even though I could complain, let's go, we'll go down to our level, I could complain in this situation, I'm not going to. Because there's so much more good than there is not good. That's the simcha of the higher level. In that way, a person is able to get to a place where he controls his mind. Right? He's not allowing his mind to be tainted by the, by, the, by, the, by the nothingness of this world that tries to get us to become depressed or all the news that people listen to. Or it tries to depress a person. I'm not going to listen to that stuff. In that way, we can, we're able to control our mind. We can bring it to a yishav adas. We can be zochet to seeing the ain't sophias of a Kodesh Baruch Hu. And then, you, and then you, you have that like dabbling. You go into a place of I and nothingness, then you come back down into a focused, calm, clear perspective of life. And then if life does get crazy, scattered, you have to go back into that place. And that's the combination. So this is, it's, it's a very high level we're talking here in Rebbe Nachman. These are the two hakdamas that we're discussing in Shovavim. Mitzvah we're going to bring it down a little bit and talk about actual taivas and you know, in Yonim like that. Let's right, continue next week. Oh, yeah.